Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the A Little Less Fear podcast. I'm your host for the show, Dr. Lino Martinez. Oh yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody, to the A Little Less Fear podcast. I'm your host for the show, Dr. Lino Martinez. Feel free to call me Lino, as an L-I-N-O, Lino. So, um, yes, today's episode is about ASL interpreters being needed. ASL, as an American Sign Language, interpreters are needed. Not only do I need it, I need it for my podcast. I would love to have it for my podcast, and if I was very fluent i would be signing and speaking at the same time unfortunately i just barely started learning sign language a little under four years ago i'm hard of hearing um deaf community calls it h-o-h um as an abbreviation um my the way the hearing loss that i have is that um my right on my right ear things sound a little distant but on my left ear I cannot understand certain words phonetically. Like if somebody says book, maybe I'll hear cook. So um, it's progressively slowly getting worse for me. And in the meanwhile, I'm locked up because of the pandemic. I haven't been able to go back to school to continue my studies in sign language, which is a goal for me to continue because if you don't use it, you lose it. It's like any language. I I have my Spanish podcast, and if you've been listening, my Spanish isn't all that because I don't use it so often. And if I could, I would, and I am, and I'm doing my best to continue to better myself every which way to better serve my community. So um, it was one of the biggest underserved community being the deaf um, community. Uh, The biggest thing that I see is that there aren't enough interpreters out there. We need deaf interpreters for um, for everybody, not just deaf, um, hard of hearing and uh, people who don't want to speak, people with autistic behaviors. A lot of them use sign language, even people with Down syndrome. Sign language is a beautiful language and it's the third most uh, spoken or unspoken language here in the U.S. It's the third most sought out language in the United States. So what's going on what do we need to do to start teaching our kids sign language so that it becomes a little more fluid and more fluent um i decided to do this podcast because of a situation that i have right now um a friend of mine a trans friend who i am going to interview as uh, for part of the coming out stories He's deaf and um, he gave me the phone number, the contact information to an interpreter on Instagram. I reached out to her and asked her if she would translate for um, my trans friend. She said she would and that she wouldn't charge me, which is incredible. But um, towards the end or meaning right before it was time to interview, she told me that she was looking for a deaf trans interpreter because she feels, um, and these are not rules that she makes, these are rules that she apparently has gotten from either feedback from other people or or what she's learned being in the deaf community is that direct 
and right representation is the best way to be an interpreter. Um, so basically, she didn't want to get any backlash um, because she's not trans and uh, because she's not deaf, but yet she's an incredible interpreter. So when I reached back out to my deaf friend Mixie to let him know what she said, um, he was very hurt by it, um, tearfully hurt by it, to the point where he even did a um, an Instagram post about it and how how basically disappointed he is because to him it doesn't matter if the person is trans or black or white or short or tall or fat, it doesn't matter. All he needs is his story heard, somebody to translate, and that's it. That's simple for him. What hurts me is that I'm not able to be that fluent for him. Otherwise, we could probably do the interview, no problem, um, considering that my podcasts are time constraint um, within 30 minutes and that I'm a slowpoke with sign language, um, I'm not the best candidate to translate. However, we could do, you know, we could try it out and see how it goes. But to be more technical and more professional would be best to go with somebody that has a lot more experience than I, than I have. So um, going back to my friend Mixie, who's a deaf trans man, he's very, he's injured by um, the other woman not wanting to translate or be an interpreter, I'm sorry, because she is, um, I guess, I don't know what she is. I can't even identify for her. I didn't ask her. We didn't get into these questions, whether she's cis or, or a lesbian or what. Doesn't That doesn't matter. And none of it matters because what really mattered to him is just translate. That's it, period. Can you translate for me? Yes or no? Um, I understand two points of views. I understand uh, the other translator interpreter's point of view as far as her wanting to make sure that she makes a proper uh, identifying translation. But uh, the reason why I disagree is because labels are limiting. Um, I've always felt that and I still feel that. Um, it's like, for example, let's just say that um, I lose my hearing completely and I'm unable to move in the future, and, and, and if I need a translator, would it be fair for me to say, I need somebody that's got a genetic disease, that's five feet tall, that weighs 106 pounds, that's got a PhD, that's got a rare genetic disease. I mean, these labels go on and on and on and on. And for me to be um, identified the right way, it, it, the only right way is me personally, because I'm in my own personal journey. So if an interpreter was needed and they weren't correctly identifying like me, that's okay with me. As long as my message is being get, getting out there, my message is going out and it's reaching an audience. That's the most important thing, especially in underserved community like the deaf community. Now, I also understand her because I have come across um, some deaf people that I used to follow on Instagram and I stopped following them because I see how touchy they are with other people who are hearing or people who are learning how to speak sign language. It actually makes me turn into a recluse and not want to sign um, because I'm not at that level. It makes me want to be like, well, I'm not good enough to be translating or to even be translating a song or posting this on Instagram. Whose feelings am I going to hurt? I understand that too. 
And the thing is, nobody's going to fit in your shoes, whether you're deaf or blind or short or tall or however you identify. Nobody lives your life. Nobody fits your exact shoes, your exact socks, your pants, your shirt. Nobody does but you. So it's very unfair. And I am speaking out to all communities, whether you're deaf, whether you're um, black, whether you're Latino, whatever it is. If somebody wants to represent you and it's coming out of love, whether or not they are in your shoes and they just want to help out, it's okay to accept their help because help comes from love and love is a light that people need in order to be seen, in order to be felt, and in order to be heard. Love is the only universal language and with help we can all unite and lift each other. It is um, a hurtful place to be, Mixie. Um, I know you're gonna see this on YouTube. I'm gonna put it with subtitles. I'm really sorry that you went through this and I'm gonna do my best um, to continue striving my best and learning sign language, um, going back to school, doing whatever I can. And actually, as we speak, I have paresis on my right vocal cord. I just saw my um, ears, nose and throat doctor last week. So even speaking for me comes with a lot of forceful pain. And I'm doing this to serve the community, to be a voice for all of you. I don't get paid for this. I don't do this because I'm becoming a millionaire because of any, anything other than love. That's the only thing that's driving me to do this, to get spoken, to get a spoken word out there for those who don't have a voice. With that said, um, my next interview, hopefully, um, I think once I get the interpreter, it's going to be in a couple weeks or so where we will finally get to meet Mixie and I'll finally get a translator, a non-biased translator uh, to translate for um, for us. Another thing I wanted to point out that I'm, I'm assuming Mixie feels, feels some pain is because um, the woman that we reached out to to translate seems to be translating for a lot of other cultures and people on TV and songs and stuff like that. And maybe Mixie's feeling that because he is trans that this other person can relate or maybe they're feeling transphobic. It is, it, it, it does feel that way. I mean, I'm being trans myself. It kind of feels that way, but um, not taking it too personal because anytime there is a rejection, it's actually a redirection. So I'm actually thankful for the interactions that I've had, even if the doors have been closed because their closed doors opened other doors. They were just meant to be detours. So um, yeah, that's where I'm ending this podcast. If we need more access for the deaf community, uh, more subtitles, more captions, if you're posting things on Instagram, if you're posting things on Twitter, whatever, and if you're, and also be fair, if you're talking about what lives matter and you're so passionate about it, if lives matter so much for you, you're also going to include the deaf community. And by doing that, don't be shy to post captions. That's really the fairest way to be if you really want to say that lives matter. Put, fill in the blank, whatever lives matter, because all lives matter. All lives matter. Yeah. So stay tuned. Um, I've got some awesome interviews coming up. Thank you so much for your support. And um, let's just keep lifting each other high. So whether 
whether you're here, whether you're up high, whether you're low, whatever it is, and however you're feeling, stay tuned because we're all here to support each other. I love you all very, very much, and we'll talk soon. Have a wonderful week.